A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. We continue our conversation with farmstead and homeowners from across the state celebrating 100 and 150 years of having their property in their family. Today we're traveling up uh, just outside of Green Bay talking with Mike Mark Lemire, who's in the Hobart area, and has a really, you've got some detail on how your farm got acquired, Mark, stretching all the way back into the early 1800s. Tell me about that. What do you know? Well, as far as I know, Pam, from uh, the Rentmeesters who wrote the history of early Duck Creek and the people that did my family's genealogy, the Lemire family was in the Howard or Duck Creek, as a better known Duck Creek area, uh, as early as the 1830s. And they had farmed down there and had a large presence. And in 1920, my great grandpa Mose was setting his boys up on farms and bought land up where our farm is today, and his son, George, who was my grandfather, came up here and started the farm up in Oneida. And then uh, tell us a little bit about the original size of the farm. Do you recall acres, Mark? Uh, Tell me a little bit about, you know, at that time, you were literally going from scratch trying to build things up. Tell me about what you know. Uh, Well, I mean, the farm was acquired over acquisition of a couple parcels, uh, most of the original farm was uh, just shy of 200 acres, which was a lot for the day. And then they acquired another 90. So at its maximum, it was 275 acres. And by the end of our dairy farming days, we were renting uh, about another 100 acres to support a dairy farm milking about 60 cows. And that was a that was a good sized farm. I mean, 60 cows. That was that was quite the thing. Uh, back in those days, yes, it was. Tell me a little bit more about the barn. Mark and I were talking about every barn has a story and definitely reflects the time in which it was built. But you've got some some interesting insights into the original barn. So the neighboring farm uh, was owned by Rob and Lena Clark. And Rob Clark was a tremendous craftsman, uh, very good working with wood, amazing, and our barn was built in 1920, and typical to most barns, or it may have been post and beam or rough hewn, Rob sawed all the lumber that went into the construct of that barn. So everything was basically dimensional lumber, and just, just utterly amazing craftsmanship uh, went into that structure. It was a typical 100-foot-long hip roof barn, and initially, like any farm in the 1920s, most of the room was for the uh, tractors of the day, the horses, and a few cows to milk, and over its life, the horse stalls came out, and the milk stanchions went in, and at the end, it was all milk stanchions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and like you said, the barn uh, evolved with the technology of the time. Uh, Mark Lemire is along with us. His uh, family farm just outside of Green Bay in the community of Hobart, stretching all the way back to about 1830. Tell me, tell me other stories about the, the farm, Mark. What other things were either shared with you, you lived with, or things that you think people would be kind of interested to know about the farm? I, I, I think one of the more interesting things for people in the area so my dad's brother, my uncle, Harold Lemire, uh, when he came back from serving in World War II, he started up 
a uh, tractor dealership on the west side of Green Bay that sits where the present-day Meyer is across from the west side fleet farm. And that, that was Lemire Tractor Company, and Harold sold, at that time, Ferguson tractors up until the merger with Massey Harris to become Massey Ferguson, and several other short lines, Gale, et cetera. And today I have two of those original Ferguson 30s and a Massey Ferguson 85. Wow. And my brother has the Massey Ferguson 275 that all came from that dealership. Oh as well as several of the original Ferguson implements are still uh, utilized today. That's incredible. Boy, those, not, not only are they collector items, but boy, they carry a dilly of a story with them. Tell me a little bit about your experience farming then, Mark, with all this deep history and obviously interesting, interested in knowing your story. Well, just like every dairy farm in the state of Wisconsin, you know, I was you know, today I'm 54 years old, so as I was growing up, we were in the heyday of milking and, you know, the last hurrah of the family dairy farm, to say the least. And, you know, I grew up milking on the farm and, you know, we did all our own work, et cetera. And unfortunately, the cows left in 1990 when my dad retired. Mm-hmm. So, you know, then from then on, the farm we rented out to another neighbor who's still running a small dairy farm today. And I think what's interesting is early in the days of farm, all the farmers did cash cropping. And our farm grew potatoes. And they grew about nine acres of potatoes uh, way back in the day and did most of that work by hand, obviously. And all those potatoes would go up to Spike's grocery store in Oneida. They'd haul potatoes up all winter. You know, just tons and tons of potatoes. And, you know, starting not being a dairy farmer today... When my son was in middle school, he started growing some pumpkins. And today he grows and sells probably about three acres of pumpkins and corn stalks and various fall decorations as the city's encroached on, you know, using the same equipment that we used to farm 70 and 80 years ago. <laughs> yeah, and you're right. In your particular area, uh, I will call it urban sprawl, has definitely uh, brought you some new neighbors. Tell me how that's kind of changed your perspective or maybe your value on these stories in the farm, Mark. I, I think that that's the answer, Pam, because people don't value the history. They don't value the connection. You know, they, they see the land. They just see, oh, my gosh, this is a beautiful place to build a house. You know, and the, the stories, they don't, they don't have the memories. They don't have the reverence you know, for the land and what it means. And, you know, they, they see the old gray tractor on the road, not realizing it's the fifth generation when my son's driving it. And, and when people in the neighborhood say, boy, this is nice, and you tell them what it used to be like, and they're like, wow. And unfortunately, time moves on. Right. You know, it is encouraging to hear you say that your son is, uh, you know, still keeping that active farming attitude uh, given the surroundings is is the farm expected to change mark is he thinking that he'll kind of continue to maintain it moving forward or or do you fear that encroachment well i mean when when you you know you're surrounded on three sides uh, already and <laughs> there's, there's areas i didn't think but i think you know that the, the glimmer is there my brother who i share the farm with he's starting to plant and grow Christmas trees. So he's, you know, trying to bring that back into play. 
and, and take advantage of what's around them. And as I mentioned, you know, my son's, you know, pumpkin and fall decorating, you know, endeavor he started when he was a, you know, a middle schooler that, you know, that's grown and it's, and it's not about the money, but it's about the experience of all the people stopping by. So I can, and as I inch toward retirement, you know, you can, you know, see the agritourism type things come into play or whatever. And being so close to Green Bay, it's just amazing. You know, what people don't appreciate anymore about anything agricultural related. Well, fascinating story. This is Mark Lemire. He is uh, celebrating his family heritage just outside of Green Bay in the community of Hobart. And like we said, his uh, attraction going all the way back to 1830 and some fascinating stories. Again, one of the reasons why we're recognizing all of our 100 and 150-year-old homes and farmsteads with their special recognition 2021. Mark Lemire's conversation, one of those, brought to you courtesy of Compere Financial.